Each month, myself and other Irrational Passions members will play through a new game. Modern to retro, obscure to popular. Games we've played before and those we haven't. We'll be hitting checkpoints as we go and discussing our experiences. Play along with us and join in the discussion. This is Video Game Book Club. everybody back to video game book club i am once again your host scott and i am joined once more with by i'm gonna start over that didn't flow that didn't flow welcome everybody back to video game book club i am scott and i am joined once again by Jarrett and quinn how's it going you guys howdy it's going good stuff good stuff and we are here to talk about the end of vanquish we had the remaining three acts we had to play through for this checkpoint a nice short two-part series for video game book club after the headache and never-ending series that was sonic so this was very nice we had to play through all of act three four and five so it was pretty good so jared how about you give us a rundown of the events of this game of this uh this checkpoint so where did we stop uh at Act two ended with us. Did that end with the um, rail, the monorail mission with yes. the we had to yeah. the sniper rifling? Mm-hmm. God, fuck that mission. Yeah, that's a bad mission. Um, Most of Act three, I would argue, is bad. I would agree. Um, Didn't basically, like the giant tank thing. The tank thing was fine. It's just like oh, it, it's the. The weird pacing of that game is most evident in three, I think, yeah. in Act Three. Yeah. Um, basically, after Russian dudes like, I will maybe we don't actually need to honor our agreement with America, mm-hmm. and you're like, hmm, what does that mean? Um, you the the squad which features uh, you the uh, retired football player now DARPA superhero. And uh, Burns, <laughs> the the one character Stephen Bloom does, um, and his homies are now trudging deeper into this uh, the fallen city. You meet a lot of weird robots, like robot bros, Ro-bros. and robros. Um, you eventually ha- like you find out that there's a that what's his name um, Zaitsev the doctor or this the candidate can- uh, can- uh, yeah. who's the doctor has been kidnapped by Zaitsev in order to recreate um, the microwave explosion that blew up San Francisco on New York. <laughs> so your job is to stop them from happening, basically. Uh, they're. Up until that point, the first time you see the doctor, she's getting kind of rushed out by Russian troops. Mm-hmm. And Burns didn't know that Derp was actually sent there to rescue him. And they were rescuing him up until that point just because he's the doctor. And he and he mm-hmm. made the suit, so who knows what kind of information they can torture out of him for the for the Russia to make their own suit. But now both of both of the, the army or the Marines and DARPA have like a unified goal, which is to stop 
what happened to San Francisco from happening to New York. Um, as you go further, you shoot a lot of robot dudes. It really doesn't, the moment to moment really doesn't matter, I promise you. Yeah. Like, it's all <laughs> cool, but like yeah. the story happening moment to moment doesn't actually matter. Overall, uh, I guess this is Act, late Act 4, Act 5 or something. Uh, Burns like blows himself up. Yeah, he like sweet... betrays you because yeah. he wants to manually shoot the giant microwave laser at Moscow <laughs> instead. Because the president yeah, told him because, to. So what happened? Yeah, it could be because at this point he like as when uh, Sam had his own orders and didn't keep and kept them from the Marines. Um, Burns got his own orders from mm. the president directly. It was that when we get to the microwave, instead of deactivating it, we're using it against Moscow. And Bur- Sam was like, you can't just like microwave human beings. Like, we have to stop doing this. Nah, man. That, that's and Burns is like, thing. oh, really? Oh, you thought? And then you have to fight him. And then yeah. shoot a bunch of like humans with yes. jetpacks. Correct. <clears throat> So that I was going to say, it's like, we're going to throw jetpacks at you. I will say, I liked the opening of Act 4, because I was like, oh, different locale instead of gray-ass city. Oh, the foresty um, area? Yeah. The crash landed. I really like, I actually like that environment, and I wish they did more with it. But then it was like, oh, I'm out of the forest and back into the city. <laughs> yeah, hey! the forest lasts only long enough for you to dash to the building Oh my god. It lasts long enough for you to want more forest. Yeah, yeah exactly. It just like gives you, spend, you a taste. You spend four hours in this goddamn city and 20 minutes in the forest. Give me the forest. <laughs> that was that was the era, though. Like, this was 2010. It really was. Yeah, yeah. Where's, where's the forest level, though? Was, that was prime color yep. schemes and to hell with actual color or varied color palettes. So. There's um, after Burns blows up himself and Real quick, basically with the Burns, rest of- can we just uh, I must I have to say Burns must be a Gundam fan because he was decked out basically as the giant nuke Gundam from uh, Stardust Memory Gundam Faisalus <laughs> with like his shoes were the same he had the giant ass shield. The big shout out to man. the deepest cut I've ever heard. Yeah, man. yeah. Shout out to Scott being our Austin Walker. <laughs> what is this? This super fucking obscure shout out. Yeah, that is for a specific See? for a specific person. Yep, one person. For Austin Walker, yeah, See, exactly. Right there, he had those shoes. He had those. He had that he have shield. The shield too, and all this. Yeah. Huh. Um, base after. Burns kills himself in like all of Bravo company. Was um, that Bravo though? I thought that was just generic soldiers sent by the president. It was I, I, my understanding that Bravo company was the president's like oh. personal hit squad. And oh. he wasn't going to let the rest of Bravo company like he Bravo company was him. So when mm-hmm. he made decisions, it was also Bravo company's decision. So his decision to kill himself was also the decision to kill Bravo company. Because Burns is a man of vision. He's uh, a man's man. Yeah. Um, eventually you find out uh, Zaitsev actually tells Sam like him and Winters had a secret relationship. Winters was like really supporting Russia. Mm. Um, but when the coup happened in Russia, she betrayed Zaitsev 
and use that coup as like a pretext to declare war on Russia for some reason. Um, you know, fuck. Russia. Well, I guess the reason was she wanted to like basically make everyone America. She's like America rules, and like Russia be Russia like trying to upheave itself to be to be another superpower wasn't going to work for him. Global for her, and, baby. and that like the only homogenous sort of superpower in the world should be America. So she preemptively attacked it, or or, or Russia preemptively attacked uh, San Francisco to stop that. Um, and you have to kill a couple of like prototype mech bros, and it turns out like Zaitsev wasn't in any of them. He just controlled them from like a distance, and then he tries to like nuke the they space have station. Nukes too. Yeah, they got nukes and shit. Everyone's got like pocket-sized nukes. Just you get on um. And like an escape pod, and like you meet Elena in real life, and Zaitsev gets away, and Winters kills herself. Yeah, talk about uh, quite the ending. The lady president of the United States just blowing her brains out and blood splattering <laughs> yeah. on the American flag. It's like, this is the end of my presidency. Blammo. It's like, all right. Okay, then. So, an incredible game is what I'm saying. Yes, um, this game is a masterpiece. But I think what's I think the interesting thing here is we talked a lot in the first episode about the context of the time period. Mm-hmm. Um, 2010 was a weird time, um, mm-hmm. both in video games and like geopolitically. Yeah, um, maybe not weirder than now, but <laughs> we didn't know that at the time. Um, but this concept of a the cover shooter had like taken over. Gears of War mm-hmm. like changed the game for everyone. Yeah. So all of our games need a cover. Like every third person basically game needed every cover third. If if you sort. didn't have like waist high walls to hide behind, then your game was fucking up. Were you even a third person shooter at that point? If you did right. have <laughs> like hip high concrete barriers. And there's a lot about this game that seems um, trite now, but this was a game that was. I don't want to say anti-cover shooter because there's still cover shooting, but Mm -hmm. the design was basically like cover shooting wasn't a mean, it wasn't the entire game. It was like a means to an end. Um, And there were so, and it almost like encouraged you and almost shamed you out of covering Mm -hmm. because a, it actually, there is an actual stat that tracks how long you've been, how long you spent in cover. Um, And there's so many other cool things you can do outside of cover that you don't actually want to be in it. You, you get in cover to mm-hmm. wait for your shit to recharge, and then you go out and do other cool shit again. Plus, um, a lot of the cover is destructible. Like enemies yeah. can just blow it up. Right? Yeah. Like, every well, all, most of the cover is like on a time, so on a clock, basically. Especially when there's lots of enemies shooting in your direction, you really only have a couple seconds back there before you can. You, you can't abuse like the sort of cover mm-hmm. the way you could the first Gears of War. At least, like mm-hmm. I know the second and the third got more destructible sort of cover, so you. It, they kind of adapted that idea that you can't, you don't have to just sit back here all the time. Um, you know, that's not how games came out at, at, around then. And mm-hmm. to think about, and to play this game, you know, almost 10 years later, um, we sort of, I don't want to say we came full circle, but like we've also kind of redefined what the meta is for shooters now again. Like yeah. now shooters are multiplayer only or they're free to play. Or their single player experiences that like um, are valued on like replayability, like Hitman. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Rainbow Six Siege is like 
a competitive shooter that is multiplayer only. Um, or like a looter shooter. shooter. I think looter shooter, like the whole looting and RPG aspect really oh, yeah. ingr- started ingraining itself into the, the Yeah, Borderlands genre. kind of changed the way we thought about yeah. like the how to how to make a shooter play long term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um how to how to keep us coming back to the same game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the division, I guess, was, is maybe like the culmination of that particular sort of idea. But I would uh, say Destiny before Division. Well, Destiny, I think Destiny is a little different because it's a first-person shooter, and you really can't True. interact with that game the same way you would a third-person shooter. Like it doesn't, it it does not. It plays way more like Halo than it does Gears. Yeah, um, because you have to be like, especially in multiplayer, um, and some of the high-level raids and stuff. Like Destiny does not give you chances to kind of stop and think the way a third person shooter mm-hmm. generally does um, those games are really just about moving so much that you're elusive or that you that AI has kind of lost track of you um, where most of your seniors are like this wall is solid so mm-hmm. let me just chill back here um, but also to think about a game where we where America is not only you know, the righteous sort of world, I don't know, hero. It's like as a conceptually, but they're also kind of like this weird, that them being this ever-present sort mm. of presence is is the problem. Um, you don't see, a, like games didn't, back in 2010 and maybe even up to, I would say even up to like 2013, that was like a, a, a thing that was happening, like as far as stories were concerned in video games. Like we can think of uh, this game in a, in a more sort of silly sense, but and maybe also in a silly sense, um, Revengeance, yeah. um, where literally like a senator is like the problem. Um, the so your spec ops the line sort of commentaries. Mm hmm. Like these are these all hold up um, in a way, and and I think there was a time when that kind of backed that we kind of like let that go. But playing this again, it's like wow, like this sounds right. <laughs> like, yeah. like people were people were telling these stories before, and then like this sounds right. Mm-hmm. Especially you know three years removed from Russia attempting to uh, use disinformation campaigns to send our like election into fucking spirals. Um, and hey, the way... Trump has started the United <laughs> States uh, Space Force. So yeah, yeah, he literally started the Space Force because this could, so this could happen now. Yeah, yeah. Get on a DARPA, right? Hey, like... man. But it's interesting. We were talking about like how this game in a time and place was really cool, mm-hmm. and how how people like were really into this because mm-hmm. it felt new then and it felt revolutionary <laughs> then. And there are parts of it that do not do that. Not feel that way now. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to the fact that we've done a lot of the things Vanquish has done better in other games since then, which you should probably do when you have 10 years removed from it. Yeah. But there's plenty of story and plenty of concept in this game that still holds up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the story, looking back, it's like they have... It has a lot of that sci-fi elements, but when you look at it, it's such a corny, like, typical... 80s action movie plot yes the american football player is the hero and he has to take on the evil russians it's just in space with like a like a an iron man suit but 
in essence, it's such an 80s plot. It's so good, Scott. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's 80s in the exact same way all of our anti-Soviet like yeah. <laughs> fiction was. Yeah. It's Red Dawn, but like at a space city. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. With more nukes. I was just thinking, like, this is like like a great Tom Clancy book was this game. It's just like, yeah, yeah, it plays out so similar to some of those story beats. And Tom Clancy has a very, like, predictable or maybe not even predictable mm-hmm. in that, like, Tom Clancy kind of not invented, but popularized our sort of opinion of, mm-hmm. like, how like the American position in global sort of military yeah. events, like mm-hmm. the re- the reason we look this way, and this is almost like an anti, not an anti, but more be, and maybe not even directly satirical, but kind of like a comedic version of the Tom Clancy opinion of America's position when it comes to war, like space war or like any war. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, all the players are still involved, but like, and even like Clancy wrote plenty of stories where like Americans were in on the on the bullshit. But yeah, the idea that like only a few good men can can solve the problem when they're behind enemy lines, and those good men are probably like the kind of Americans that uh, we tend to hero worship. The all American here. Literally, all Sam American is a fucking white. football player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. to see that sort of trope still be a thing and that sort of trope not get old, right? Like, because yeah. the, the 80s Red Dawn thing is old, but like, not necessarily the counter commentary about like how mm-hmm. we. It's a. Yeah, it's just a funny story. Like, I would love to see what a Vanquish could do, like a Vanquish 2 could do with the mm-hmm. refinements of 10 years worth of game mechanics and game design. Yeah, because they I mean leave it open for a sequel. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we're definitely getting a sequel. Like, well, yep. <laughs> this is one of those games I could see them doing like a Switch port of just to reinvigorate the franchise. Maybe after Bayonetta three, and then mm-hmm. if it does well, then be like, ah, Vanquish two. Now we're in yeah. an underwater city where the evil Russians have taken over. Yeah, it's just like the ending is just so fucking anticlimactic. It's like, boom, the president's dead. Sam and the the blonde lady flying off towards Earth. It's like, and the evil Russian no gets away in his escape pod. Very Doctor no Wily resolution. style. It's uh... it is, there is incredible. Like that, there literally is no resolution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing's like... changed except Burns is dead. And the giant microwave lasers destroyed, which I think right. just is going to spell all sorts of other shit for Earth when that comes crashing down. But it's Correct. like, but it's like, yo, it's over. The journey's done. Yeah. Sam and the blonde lady are like, ah, it's for yay. It's like, nah, there's a lot of shit that's going down. Oh, man, this game is so good. Vanquish is good, y'all. It's fun oh. because it just doesn't take itself seriously. Like no. I love these kind of stories when they don't take themselves seriously and just go over the top. Like when Sam gets thrown off in the one of uh, the final cutscene, like before the final fight or whatever, and he's just hanging in there and he sm- takes out a cigarette, lights it up while he's just dangling from the from the rubble. It's like cigarettes make you feel alive. 
<laughs> yeah. And then he pulls himself off, up and he sees the two robots. And like, also, I know he's wearing a fucking super suit, but that's got to be very hard. Is you know, just holding yourself, holding your whole body up in this, you know, like 150, like 100 pound suit and pulling out a cigarette and just lighting it. It's like, yo, this is... <laughs> He does that great video game shit too, where like he, he he pulls a cigarette out, lights it, smokes it like for three seconds, and throws it away. Yeah. Uh, God, Can we also it's... shout out the disco dancing robots? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're real good. Yeah. It's like that's random, but that's cool. So I just stared and or stood there and watched him for a while dance. That was kind of fun. That's how you um. That's how you know Sinji Mikami was on one. Hmm. Yeah. He's like, all right, but what about ones with disco da- with disco lights? Wow, and nobody was like, mm. and then this turret robot's actually like a boombox, you know, transformer. Yeah, it's like that. Right. It's like he's like Soundwave. He's just blasting <laughs> tunes. You know, Sinji, maybe we don't do that. And he was like, well, maybe you're fired. Maybe. And I, pre- but I like what that if energy. We did. Right. And then we'd have some other robots just chilling there, smoking like peyote or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just. Just ch- chilling while the other robots disco dance for him, you know. This is uh, this is the same energy that gave us a weapon that's literally a guitar in Devil May Cry Three. Yeah, and a fedora. And a fedora, yeah. This is, this is what we need. I have questions, actually. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? So it's literally, so. In, a, a common trope in Dove May Cry is Dante kills a creature and it's like a demon, but he uses, he turns that demon or the demon turns itself into like a weapon. So he uses its power to kill other demons, basically. Um, and after a while, like after, by the third game, we're like running out of weapon types, really. So in a brilliant stroke of genius, someone decided, what if we stop using weapons that you would assume would be weapons like a sword or something with an edge or something with a giant club. What if we just found things like um, a guitar? What if this siren sort of demon temptress lady turned into a guitar that you literally have to like play notes of? Uh, and you, if you play it hard enough, like lightning happens. Mm-hmm. Um, what if also you just found a briefcase that turned into a bunch of things. Like okay. maybe like a little mech. Or maybe you just opened it and things just jumped out of it. What if you found a fedora, which is also a scarf? Yeah. You put it on, you, you get of, a magic scarf. You kind of like samba around. No, it's like full on Michael Jackson. Like, you oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. has the whole Michael Jackson dance cutscene. And, you know, you just kind of crotch chop and like moonwalk your way through battle. These are these are the kind of people that make Vanquish. And I Yo, respect it. Video games are ahead of their time. They're real good. Yeah. Um, Play Devil May Cry five. And three. Play them all. Yeah. I mean yeah. two isn't great and two got like it ported to the Switch ported, recently, yeah. apparently. Um so I mean that's a thing. And one is kind of like after especially playing like four and five, one is like kind of hard to play. One is still it's... trying to take itself a bit seriously. Two is especially, and then three is just like, oh, well, you just three is like, oh, this is Devil May Cry. Let me just yeah. chill. 
Whatever. But one is like just physically difficult to play because it's like mm-hmm. it's no, they haven't figured out how to make all this stuff work in like a a very ergonomic way. Mm-hmm. So you can fight Phantom like for an hour and and feel like a a giant asshole because you just don't you just can't do the cool shit you wanted to do because it's just mm-hmm. harder to do in one. What would what? Gameplay mechanic from like the last couple years, would you like to see implemented in a Vanquish 2? Hmm. I would like to see Vanquish as an asymmetrical shooter. Hmm. Like, uh, I have a multiplayer mode where one person is Sam and then a bunch of other people are different sorts of mechs. Blue mechs and red mechs and like someone has to play, someone has to be the. Um, one of the big uh, dudes with the mace or something. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Uh, like, I think it'd be difficult to do because clearly, like, Sam is supposed to be way better than these people. But like, yeah. I think you can do something like a stock system, like, uh, like the enemy is just a team of robots, and like you can play whatever sort of version robots you want versus one Sam, and maybe the robots themselves have to like capture points to earn like to earn some sort of currency to buy better robots to be mm-hmm. um, there are there are games that have done something like this before um i think the the old metal gear metal gear online used to do something like this um well not the old one the the one that came out for with five mm-hmm. um you had to basically earn the right the earned the ability to play as a special character on your team if you allowed them so you yeah. started out as a normal ass soldier, but you had to go find things on the map to like mm-hmm. be snake. Um, something like that, I think, would be neat. Um, there's also like you can turn it into like a, you can try to like Tomb Raider it up and like maybe make it like more open worldly, yeah, more RPG. I don't know that that really plays into Vanquish's strengths. Yep, you you'd kind of have to change the core concept of that game. I think. Yeah. It's it's hard because yeah. like Vanquish is not. Like they don't really make straightforward like single player first third person shooters like they used to. Yeah. Like there is no direct there's there's no great sort of uh analog to that game nowadays. We've kind of just generally moved away from making games like that. Mm-hmm. I could see a Vanquish two if they adopted a similar gameplay style as control, kind of the metroidvania-esque exploration upgrading your suit kind of thing yeah i think that could be really cool and you could incorporate a lot of neat suit upgrades for sam i think that would be really cool i was i was thinking something more along lines of like an XCOM, like an isometric like a strategy strategy game. game yeah I think that'd be like very cool. Well, I it's think like something have... in that world would be neat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you you control Sam or whatever, and it's like two other dudes in super mm-hmm. suits, but it's a fuck ton of dudes, like like fuck ton like a ton of enemies you have to face. I think that'd be like cool because that's more management and like assessing what you have and seeing like using more of those abilities instead of run in shoot. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. actually like have to plan out. And I think I think it'd be cool. I I would like that as like a maybe a spin-off title, but I don't I think Vanquish 2, like if there is one it has to keep that fast-paced shooting 
mm-hmm. aspect that Platinum's known for. But I like where your head's at, and I would love like a Vanquish style XCOM as like so cool. a side title. Yeah, I could see it as like a Warframe too. Yeah, like that would be to make cool. Something um, that plays into the strengths or plays into the meta of today, where you kind of make a, a, a game that people have mm-hmm. to keep coming back to. I think Warframe basically is Vanquish. Um, mm-hmm. just not as difficult and the encounters aren't very well aren't as like hands-on sort of yeah designed very well i think you no know, warframe is way more mmo than it is like action game in a lot of ways yeah. mm-hmm. um but you still do like wall running and like knee sliding and cool like acrobatic ninja ass shit um and i think vanquish could be adapted to feel something like that that would be cool yeah. Have a bunch of different DARPA suits that could yeah, do all like, sorts of things. I, and... It could be several years later, like the president mm-hmm. is dead, but the legacy of DARPA's like super suit division is still around, and like there's yeah. all types of different enemies. Like maybe DARPA's like not an enemy of the state, but like maybe they found like a rogue sort of military that was working under Winters that is an enemy of the state, and now you have different factions and shit. Like it could totally work. Like the Bravo yeah. squad's gone rogue. And... Right. Shinji Mikami, hire me, coward. Yeah. Do it. I would also say if they they do do a sequel, I want to see more of this fucking lore. Give me more of this world, please, God. More that's n- that's not just a dilapidated city. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me more, give me more like, forest levels. I don't know, like, give what me more lore forest in- levels. Like, what lore did they really introduce that you're like? I need more of that. I need. I want to know more. Like, <laughs> I want to know why they chose Gideon. I want to know why. Because like, he's the know all-American so football player that hurt himself. Yeah, I almost uh, don't uh, want to know why they chose Gideon. <laughs> There's like no yeah, good answer to that I don't question. care if he's like, oh, he had the right genetic code in order to unlock the four foretellers ancient robots. <laughs> and Unless they do it like... He was um, chosen... Like old, like Ant Man, where like this yeah. suit wasn't made for him, but he stole it, so now it's his, I guess. Yeah, some Scott Lang shit, or some bullshit. Like mm-hmm. he like literally tripped into it or something, and now it's on mm-hmm. him, and it just like reacts to his it body locks, now. I guess. And it's just the entire game's him trying to get it off. It's yeah, he like, actually ah! can't get out of the suit. Yeah, it stinks no, I... and it's sweaty. I want to like, know more around. about this world. That's what I want to know. Like anything else, basically. Yeah, it's like, why was there a colony in the fucking in space? Like, I know, obviously, yo, sci-fi, whatever, it's bullshit. Like, give me why. I want to like, I want to read some documents and like, you know, figure things out on my own. I'm pretty You're glad giving they like Vanquish pickups. way too much credit. Yeah. It's like just like space. Col- Japan loves things with space colonies, like from Gundam to this to. Like, uh, Macross to all sorts of things. It's just like, fuck it, just put a space colony up there. We have robots, we have, <laughs> we have to have a space colony. It just, it happens. Yes. Why? That's because they're fucking awesome. That's, that's why. We need some space place to... Rule. Yeah, we don't, we space need those shots cool. where it's like you're looking forward and you see the, the city on, a, on the, on the ceiling. We love that. <laughs> I love that. Love that shit. Love that oh, shit. You look outside the window and there's Earth. Wow. Um, Vanquish is a good video game. It is. 
it it does i'm just like i said earlier it just it doesn't take itself seriously and that's why i like it so much i will say though this game goes by so much quicker once you have like a fully leveled weapon like high leveled weapon because i was just going through stuff yeah it takes like three bullets to kill anything and you're like good yeah with my uh heavy machine gun it's just like dead everywhere so i will say the unknown bosses, whatever the fuck they're called, the like they're just called unknown. Fuck those fights, I hate them. Uh oh, the junk robots. Yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, on those those suck. Because let me tell you, the camera in Vanquish is not good. So when they it go was on 2010. like the ceiling, yeah, it's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> when they go on the ceiling, oh my god! And also, there's like I have two rules when it comes to boss fights. Don't have the ground, like, get cut out from underneath you. And don't have instant kills in boss fights. That's just a no for me. So, yeah. But no. don't you want to know the lore of why they have those instant kills? <laughs> like, no, why, actually. Like, what was the purpose of those moves in their programming? Like, why? I don't know a fuck about the, the programming. Well, why would you build a robot like this? Yeah. With corporal weapons? Yeah, exactly. Fuck those fights is what I'm gonna say. What was the creator's inspiration? You know, was it Socrates? Socrates. I was definitely. <laughs> I'm Socrates. waiting for the. I'm thinking, waiting for the think piece that like draws a line straight from Socrates to Vanquish. <laughs> Seven degrees of Socrates. Yeah. Connect yeah. any game to Socrates theories. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, hit up uh, Brian Artis. Uh, hit up Nobishin. Yeah. He'll, he'll get that started for you. Nob, hook me up. I'm uh. Yeah. We're gonna have to put a rule that he can't use uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate as a go-to <laughs> yeah, converter. That's, yep. Yeah, that's a that's a cheap win. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Socrates is the, is part of the next wave of characters. He's, he's oh probably, yeah, for sure. He's probably an assist trophy. Yeah. Um. If okay, so if Socrates is an assist trophy, when do we get the Bill and Ted assist trophy? There is that new movie coming out. You never know. And I think there was a Bill and Ted NES game, wasn't there? Was there? I mean, holy shit. Yeah, there was. Wow. Hell yeah. Damn. 91. Fuck. Bill and Ted's excellent video game adventure. Hell yeah. I wonder if Keanu Reeves even knows it exists. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, that'll be the first question I ask him if I ever meet him yeah. in person. Hey, man, did oh, you know this game from Oh, it was made by LJN, so you know mm. it's quality. Oh, yeah, that's all they do. Um, That's not a good company, I take it. Oh, they have some... No, no, they're not. So, like... They have a, a stretch of... They have some good ones. Uh, I remember the Karate Kid game being all right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think Maximum Carnage was theirs. Uh, right. That one was all right. They have a bunch of really bad wrestling games. Yeah. Um. Wasn't the Back to the Future game theirs? Which one? Probably. Oh, they did Maximum uh, uh, Maximum Carnage, Spider Man, and Venom. That wasn't yeah. too bad. That was hard though. But... They did Alien. One of the Alien games. I don't remember. Alien Three. Oh. They did do Back to the Future. I think probably not. I think only like for the second movie, though. Ooh, they made True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. What a strange movie game. 
Yo, they made a Roger Clemens baseball. Yeah, the game? Roger Clemens MVP baseball. Baseball, that was hell yeah. yeah. WWF um, Rage in the Cage. Rage in the Cage. That's a bad game. Uh, Superstars is a bad game. I'm pretty sure they made that too. Um, Royal Rumble. I think they made that one's all right. WWF Super uh, WrestleMania and Super Nintendo. King of the Ring. Yo, I love how in this game there's just like they have the actual baseball players but they have nicknames because they can't use because the they can't use the actual oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think the um the snes uh, major league baseball was why because there's another baseball game that came out super nintendo that yeah. did have all the licenses and they could not get the license from because that shit was expensive yep well hey baseball players are uh, pretty expensive and i i imagine that's why you don't see baseball games today like, why only one developer for one console makes baseball games today? Mm. It's because nobody wants to spend money on that shit. Guess what? Sports are expensive. Sports licenses are expensive. It's, yes, they are. And sports viewership is going down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me how those economics work. Yes. Um, as long as the seats get filled, that's all that matters. That's all that's going to matter, because the souls going to be left. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. even know if They're some teams mind. do that. At being from Detroit, I can I can tell you that not many people go to Tigers games. Yeah, and Lions Thanks. games. Well, yeah, that's because that's the Lions aren't good. Lions and Tigers, yeah. man. Football, um, it's not my world, not my <laughs> realm. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Anyway, Vanquish kind of yeah. like sports. <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of. Yeah. He played football in high school he before he became Dark the Iron Man. There's it's a true. connection right there. Um, did y'all like play the credits? I did. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't think you're allowed to leave unless you play the credits. Yeah, you don't unlock the God Hard mode or anything unless you unless you beat it. All this is worthless unless you play play the credits. You Which don't get the trophy, so... I don't think, until you beat the credits. That's so. St- also, why was that a thing that they decided I don't know. to do? I don't and know. honestly, it's actually something that happens in Platinum Games a lot. Really? Um, is there just like playable credit sequences? That's so I think Bayonetta 2 has one. Um, uh, Nier has one. Nier Auto- Automata has Automata, one yeah. that's like a part of the actual narrative. Yeah. Um, which is weird. I believe Revengeance has one too. Smash Brothers or- has one. Where you can like actually name. slice people's um, names in the credits with like red and sword. That's uh, right. Yeah, it's weird. It's a fucking fucking weird. Yo, video games are wild. Play just play platinum games and you'll be fine. That's not yeah. true. Don't play the core game. Um, Transformers games. I don't all think right. you can play the core game anymore. I think That's, that. Yeah, I think you took it off like digitals. <laughs> like, digital. I think the license. The license. To... Uh, it was up. You'd have like to that. somehow find a um, physical copy. The Transformers one was good. I that game was alright. Um, the Ninja Turtles game was okay. Um, but every other Platinum game is good. Just play those. Bye, Suki. What about Anarchy Reigns and the Wonderful 101? Wonderful yeah. 101 is good. Yeah, it's like Pikmin with superheroes. Uh, see, I don't like Pikmin. Um, you might like this one, though. It's it's a, It's not as sort of it's not as lemmings as Pikmin is. You'd like directly control the, your mob of superheroes with the joystick, and then you fight kind of platinum game style and 
<coughs> everything. That's one game that A needs to come to Switch and B needs a second game. Yes, because it's stranded on the Wii U and I don't have Yeah, womp womp. Um Anarchy Reigns is fine. <clears throat> That's a game that you can get a lot out of if you replay it a bunch, but like it's not after like the fourth playthrough, you're like, I don't really want to play this game anymore because nothing really yeah. changes after that. But it's a lot like uh Automata in that there are end like as the game ends, when you play it again, the next or as these chapters end, quote unquote, it sort of starts another storyline that happens sort of adjacent to the chapter you're playing now. And you'll st- and unlike near where it's clearly like literally another part of the story in Anarchy Range, you're playing the same guy starting from the same position, but because you unlock something in your one playthrough based on that ending, the next playthrough you'll have will have multiple more options during the actual playthrough to find other endings. Um, this sounds like the um, story is the Path of Destiny's game. <laughs> kind of, but stories <laughs> is again a game designed around the fact that you're going to play these stories more and more yeah. often, and you can literally see this, the the yeah. the paths that you're going down in stories. Where this is like kind of like that without letting you see any any of it. So you kind of have to just know to go that this but this particular area might be open now, and somebody might be there. So you should go talk to that person. Nah, I totally forgot that Platinum Games is teaming up with Square for that Babylon's Fall. Yeah, game. I, that's a that's gonna be something. Whatever Square touches is now dubious. It seems it's these like, past couple okay. of years. I mean, we have that. We all we've had so far is that really cryptic trailer from E three last year. Hmm. Uh, oh, TGS is next week, T- right? TGS <laughs> is this week. Oh, fifteenth, right? Yeah. Is that? It's yeah. like the twelfth through the fifteenth. So I could so see us. That's the perfect time to see more. Yeah, and it's. On the Platinum Games website, it's still saying release date 2019, so... Yeah, they're running out of 2019, uh, are, my guys. So. Um, pretty ballsy. Yeah. Can't wait for that game to come out next to Doom and everyone ignore it. Yep. Oh, that... I think I that's forgot too Doom different. comes out this year. Fuck. Oh, yeah. How do you forget? Yo, dog, I got a lot going on, right? I'm not here for this. I don't have too much going on to forget that Doom is coming out. Excuse me, sir. I expect to ignore every game from now on until Doom. Which is not true, because I, I I forgot to reach out for Blasphemous. I'm going to do that. But Yeah, that, okay, that game looks good. Probably going to include that as my third game on uh, Indie Highlights. Hashtag That's, spoilers. That game is a spoilers. no from me. I'm good. Yeah, it Hard looks too scary games. for you. It's too, <laughs> too spoopy for Quinn. Too spoopy. Not on just, I don't fuck with hard games. Yeah, you played Vanquish, which isn't that hard, actually. I don't no, and he played I it on it, easy. I had That's a, true. Well, That's I played it on casual because I was on a time crunch to make sure <laughs> get in time for that first episode. So, I don't want to... You get what you're here for anyway in casual, which mm-hmm. is just to be, like, Superman, basically. Mm-hmm. I didn't want y'all to have an obituary for me on the first episode, right? True. That's fair. We don't I'm do that anymore, that. Quinn. Oh, I know. Um... Yeah, I have nothing left to say about Vanquish except you should go play it. Yeah. Uh, Robert Burns, my favorite character in this whole game. Why? I don't know. I just like his demeanor. I like no, no. his. Like, I just, I just like the cut of his jib. That's the only. <laughs> yeah, that's the I only like name I could of... remember. So I was just like, character. <laughs> I'm buying what he's selling. Yeah. To be I'm fair, here. there's like there's only like four names in that game. Yep. Um, I'm Can here for like. Yeah. Go there's for Sam. There's Elena. 
there's Burns, there's Zaitsev, and Hillary Clinton. And there's Candine, too. Elizabeth Winters. Winters. And oh, yeah, so you doctor. mean Warren? Yes. Okay. Damn, this game was ahead of its time. The most lit thing ever is that Elizabeth Warren is elected president, and then it turns out she's a Russian agent the whole time. And then she just kills herself at the end of the game. Now Vanquish is, like, with different. With a deagle, you know, with a desert yeah. eagle, too, nonetheless. Does she just keep in the Oval Office just in case? Yeah. You know, right next to the telephone. That was the yeah, situation you know, you gotta... room, I think. It, it wasn't the uh, Oval Oh, yeah, office. it wasn't the it was Yeah, it was just, like, long table that she's just alone at all, time, at all times. Yeah. Also, where the fuck was the Secret Service? Uh... Well, busy. It was probably like one of those busy, yeah, super sure. classified things that's under a bunker somewhere that's able to resist a giant microwave laser. Yeah, for some reason. But no, Science. I'm here for Robert's Burns's like boomer mentality of like take care of the country before anyone. Yeah. Anyway, Sam Gideon's all right. He smokes cigarettes. He, he sounds like Charlie Sheen. I just kept hearing Charlie Sheen. He kind of looks like Charlie yeah, Sheen. He's he like budget Charlie Sheen. I guess this was when Two and a Half Men was pretty popular, wasn't it? Yeah, 2010. Maybe, that was Two and a Half uh, Men territory, I think. Yeah. So uh, That was before his meltdown. Yeah. What? But he was, he was still marketable, I guess. Yeah, it ran from 2003 to 2015. So yeah, it was... It was rocking it. And hey, that was like right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Man. Huh. Totally is Charlie Sheen. But Imagine making your main character Charlie Sheen. I know. Rough. Shinji Mikami doesn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. He does sure doesn't. He wants. He's like, I'm going to have disco dancing robots and Charlie Sheen's going to save the United States from an evil Russian robot. Guy. I love yeah. And Printed. Elizabeth Warren. Hillary Clinton. Yep. Take take my money. And then we're going to fly in space at the end and give no closure because eh, if it sells well, we'll do no, another one. Yeah. This whole game didn't have to happen because there's no resolution at all. Yeah. Later. Yep. Peace out. Did the game sell well, by the way? Uh, No. No. <laughs> I think it came out like between a lot of bigger games. Yeah, it literally came and went. Critics liked it. Um, a lot of them loved it, but didn't sell very well, and there's really no opportunity for it to do anything because 2010 was like kind of too stacked. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, so there's another third base, third person shooter. Mass Effect 2 came out that year. Alan Wake, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yeah, Bioshock nobody was talking 2, about God of War 3. Not a single Halo person Reef, gave a shit Fallout about Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> Battlefield yeah. Bad Company, Fable 3. Oh, Damn, it was all right. Was yeah. Bad Company one in twenty ten? Yeah. Fuck. God, I played that game at launch. Oh, Bad Company. I think it was Bad Company too. My bad. Oh, bad I was about to say, too. damn, like, ooh, Bad Company two. Good video game. Mm-hmm. Underrated video game too. That's what I'll say. I don't know if they're really all that underrated because they have such like a passionate fan base. It's just like yeah, I've never seen a person bad like, company for... like that game. Yeah, I feel like everyone, whenever you say it, if you scream it at a con, people just like lose their fucking mind. Yeah. Whenever EA announces or teases a new Battlefield game, everyone hopes it's Battle or Bad Company Three. God. It never That's is. Right. I those those it are the two things I pray is. for. 
Splinter Cell and Bad Company. See, yeah, at this point, I would not. I wouldn't want those. I wouldn't want Battlefield Bad Company three at this point because it's made by today's EA and never. I don't. Trust I don't them. care if they just fucking ported them. Like and add microtransactions and loot boxes to old games just because to get your money. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I hell Battlefield yeah. Bad Company would be would work as a free to play game. I think. Yeah, it could. They had that free to play uh, 1942 like cartoony esque Battlefield. Mm-hmm. That did yeah, that say. was alright. Yeah, wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. But we've gone off on quite a <laughs> a, a number of tangents yep. tonight. So before we go off on another one, who knows where that will lead? We are going to call Vanquish closed. And now here's the announcement of the next game and final game of season one of Video Game Book Club. Hi friends, Jessica from Irrational Passions here. Now those of you who know me know October is my favorite month. The leaves are crunchy, the movies are spooky, and everything tastes like pumpkins. What's not to love? Oh, and also, no big deal, but it's totally my birthday month, too. October 4th. So how cool is it that the first time that I get to pick the game that we're diving into on the next video game book club is October? Naturally, I wanted to pick something slightly ghoulish, but tame enough for those of us who might not be emotionally equipped for full-blown horror games, like yours truly. To me, it just had to be Luigi's Mansion. Oh, and did I mention that the third title in the series is coming out at the end of the month? Just another reason I'm incredibly excited to start playing. Luigi's Mansion is one of my absolute favorite games on one of my absolute favorite consoles. It's fun, it's clever, and it finally gives our boy Green Mario a chance to shine. For those of you playing along with us at home, the game is available on GameCube as well as Nintendo DS. We're going to be splitting our coverage of Luigi's Mansion into two episodes, with the first episode ending right after the Boo Losses boss battle. It's a weird thing to say. Bulosis boss battle. <laughs> anyway, we are really looking forward to this. We hope that you guys are too, and we hope that you'll be playing along with us, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye! Yup! We are ending Season 1 of Video Game Book Club with Luigi's Mansion, the first one, and we will be playing up through beating Bulosis. Uh... Yeah, I think that's Bulasis. Like Colossus and Boo? Bulasis, yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. But yes, that will be the final game of this season of Video Game Book Club. So we hope you look forward to that. And I hope you've enjoyed our discussion with Vanquish. Also, I didn't mention earlier, but currently Mike is streaming some Zelda. So that's why he couldn't be here for our charity event for uh, She Writes Love on Her Arms. Or the Suicide Prevention Awareness Week uh, charity stream mm-hmm. that we're doing. So... We hope that you will check that out as well. But, Quinn, Jarrett, where can people find you on the internet? What you got cooking? Um, Jarrett, you want to go first? I am at Jarrett John on Twitter. I don't know what I have cooking. I'll be honest with you. Cool. Just follow me on Twitter. You'll see You'll see all the goods there. You hear all about how Jarrett would punch King Arthur in the dick if he made uh, a peanut Absolutely. butter jelly sandwich with 100%. His you see this thing that he pulled out of the lake that blesses him not only with 
all of England, but with sort of like legendary power. And he's like, you know what? I just really don't have a knife anywhere to spread peanut butter on some bread. So I guess Excalibur has to What if he cut the sandwich with Excalibur? That's just as bad. Just as bad? No. Just That's as bad. a real man right there. You need a knife? Cut. That's it's like putting a giant spoiler on your like Honda Civic. <laughs> yup. That is a, punch, cutting a PB and J with Excalibur would be a totally dude bro move. Be like, that's, oh, let me just pull out this, you know, just Excalibur, you know. I just picked it up. And the, the shitty water. thing is, then he just cut my hand off, and then like, <laughs> who, like, what did I really do for anyone? Nothing. But yeah. like, the flex is unnecessary, and someone has to check him. If it has to be me. It has to be me. Yeah. There you go. I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Quinn, what do you got cooking? Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at quantum underscore arbiter. Uh, I, I don't know. Actually, no, I have nothing cooking right now. Um, I sent a thing to Jared that he needs to get back to me on. That's, that's um, cooking. You could consider that cooking. It's like a slow simmer, you know, yeah, a couple months. Yeah, simmer. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm actually going to go cook some chicken thighs after this because mm. uh, chicken thighs are the best part of the chicken next to the wings, of course. Um, but no. It's a heavy That's take. Cool. Cool. Good stuff. Is it though, Jarrett? Is it? I don't know. It felt it felt spicy. I don't know, but now, do you have brown not, tea but... with your uh with your chicken? No, That's I a, don't a actually. Great, a great question. Um That's a real question. No, I'm gonna um, I got some diet ginger ale sitting in my fridge. So interesting. Interesting choice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's like a serial killer uh meal it's like yeah. i have chicken thighs is there plastic sheets laid out like on your floor when you eat it no um i'm gonna have some cauliflower rice with it too you're just gonna stare at your mirror man i ha- watch yourself eat. it's not cauliflower rice just call it cauliflower like pieces it's like they're just it's just pureed like really small pieces of cauliflower whatever i just buy the green giant bag i throw it in the steamer put it in a pan and i sauce it up do you think lieutenant burns is he a lieutenant is he a captain lieutenant commander i think lieutenant commander burns would approve your cauliflower rice Uh, or your diet ginger ale i don't think maybe because i throw jalapenos and uh cotija cheese in my cauliflower Mm. rice I don't know. I feel like I think he'd be like, like damn kids, damn hippies, <laughs> yeah. eat real rice." Because he's a boomer. Mm. Back in my day, we used to just bite cows in the ass and call it dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, video games. Yeah, video games. Vanquish. That's what it does to us. But for me, everybody, you can find me on Twitter at SolidSnake120. You can also find me occasionally taking over our Twitch panel or Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash irrationalpassions. You can also find all of Video Game Book Club over on various podcast services, our website, irrationalpassions.com, and YouTube at youtube.com slash irrationalpassions. We hope you enjoyed it. You can also find me at RPG University, my new RPG-focused podcast where I talk to guests about favorite RPG games that we have uh, fond memories for so we hope you enjoy that as well but one more time our next game will be luigi's mansion up through bulasa so look forward to that and have a good one everybody thanks for stopping by